It has been an amazing read for the past few weeks. I've had a lot of fun. It's not just about the fun. It's not just about the fun. I feel that, I believe rather, that I have also learned a lot by just reading through this book over again. And I want to believe that you are also learning a lot um, if, as you're following the read, all right? I'm, I want to believe you're also learning a lot. Please, I would ask that you drop comments. Please just drop a comment. I think there's a section for that where you can drop a comment after reading or after listening to podcasts. I think I always used to ask, how do you see this podcast or how was the podcast? So you can drop a comment. Say what um, the lesson you take home all right just see your take home because it's important that we just don't hear we pick points pick something we, we are taking home with that we can meditate on the truth is if you don't meditate on something on what you have learned you would most definitely forget it after a while but you have to get the um, juice the important things out of everything you have heard by meditating on them over and over again all right so i I wouldn't i wouldn't say too much i wouldn't say too much okay so we have done 11 and 12 last um on tuesday rather so today we'll be looking at um 13 and 14 we'll be reading chapter 13 and chapter 14 of how you can be led by the spirit of god by kenneth e hagen all right so if this is your first time on my podcast permit me to introduce myself my name is Amechi Victor Okeke and I'm your anchor. So this is Voice of Eden Podcast and I want to officially welcome you with um, so much love. Yeah, so much love. So I want to ask for one more thing, right? Other than dropping a comment, I want to ask for one more thing. If you are listening from anchor.fm, you can go ahead to favorite our podcast, all right? Please do that. If you're listening from Spotify, go ahead to follow us google podcast go ahead to follow us wherever you're listening from um, i think you should be able to follow us or favorite anything you can do to support us i beg you please do it it goes a long way it goes a long way if you can't share with your friends also do that it goes a long way we appreciate it we see every little effort you do to support what, what we do and to support the podcast it's so much appreciated so thank you very much um, without wasting much of your time, we will just jump right into reading chapter 13 and 14 of the book. Hi there, my name is Amechi and I'm the anchor of Voice of Eden. Aside this, I'm a pro graphics designer, a singer, and I just love God, which is most important. I'm on a mission to expose people to the truth of who they are in Christ Jesus, to build a generation that loves God, fears God, and serves God, to raise and empower people that cherish the word of God. Aside this, I am passionate about some other things, but I won't share it, alright? So join me as we journey into God's rest. Chapter 13. Two Experiences then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. When they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized both men and women. Now when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who when they were come down, 
prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was not fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then laid they hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 8, 5, 12, 14, 2, 17. Under the new covenant, every child of God has the Spirit of God. If you are born again, the Spirit of God is in your spirit. We do need to differentiate between being born of the Spirit and being filled with the Spirit. The born again Christian can be filled with the same Spirit that he already has in him. And when he is filled with that Spirit, there will be an overflowing. He will speak with other tongues as the Spirit gives him utterance. Acts chapter 2 verse 4. Bible scholars know that water is a type of the Spirit of God. Jesus himself used water as a type of the Spirit. He used it as a type of the new birth when talking to the woman at the well of Samaria. John chapter 4, 10 to 11, 13 to 14. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knowest the gift of God and who it is that saith to thee, Give me a drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whoever drinketh of the water shall thirst again, but whoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of living water springing up into everlasting life. Jesus also used water as a type of the Spirit in the infilling of the Holy Spirit. John chapter 7, 37 to 39. In the last days, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth in me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Holy Spirit, which they that believe in him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. There are two different experiences. The new birth is a well of water in you springing up into everlasting life. The infilling of the Holy Ghost is rivers, not just one river. The water in the well is for one purpose. The water in the well is for your own benefit. It blesses you. The water in the rivers is for another purpose. The rivers flowing out of you blesses everyone else. Some people say, if you are born of the Spirit, you have the Spirit and that's all there is. But no, just because you have had one drink of water is no sign you are full of water. There is the experience subsequent to the new birth of being filled with the Holy Spirit. And as a result, out of the belly, the innermost being, the Spirit, rivers of living water can flow. Others say that people who are not filled with the Spirit speaking with other tongues do not have the Holy Spirit. That is not true. If I drink half a glass of water, I may not be full but at least I have water in me. If one is born of the Spirit of God, he has the Spirit of God abiding in him. Chapter 14 God Inside For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 16 If you are born again, the Holy Spirit is living and abiding in your spirit. He's living and abiding where? In your head? No. In your body? In a sense, yes, but not exactly in the way we might think. The only reason your body becomes the temple of the Holy Spirit is because your body is the temple of your own spirit. 
The Holy Spirit abides in your spirit and he communicates with you through your spirit. He does not communicate directly with your mind. He is not in your mind. He is in your spirit. He communicates with you through your spirit. Of course, your spirit does reach and influence your mentality. Even as a newborn babe in Christ, still bedfast, I would know things by an inward witness. I knew nothing about being filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking with other tongues. But I was born of the Spirit. I had the witness of the Spirit right on the inside of me that I was a child of God. I had been bedfast about four months when my mother came to my bed one day and said, Son, I hate to bother you, but something is wrong with Doob. Doob is my older brother. He was 17 at the time he was gone. We didn't know exactly where he was. She sensed something in her spirit. She thought maybe he had gotten into trouble and was in jail. She said, I have been praying for him for three days, but I need some help. I said, Mama, I thought you already had enough problem with me being bedfast. I have known that myself about dude for several days. He's not in jail though. It's not that kind of trouble. His physical life is in danger, but I have already prayed and he will make it. His life will be spared. I have already got the answer. I didn't know how to get the answer on healing right then. It was a year later before I was healed, but I knew some things. Praise God, and God will meet you as far as your faith goes. Three days later, the dupe came home in the night time. You see, it was 1933 and there was no work. Men were out on the streets with no jobs in those great depression days. Dupe had gone down to the Roy Grandi Valley to look for work. He didn't find any, so he decided to hop a freight train. Lots of people were riding the rail in those days, from the backside of the valley right on through to McKerney, about 50 miles down south of Dallas. A railway detective knocked him in the head and threw him off that train while it was going 50 to 60 miles an hour. He went sailing down the track. They burned coal in those days and they would put the cylinder along the track. He hit those cylinders and went scotting on his back. It's a wonder he hadn't broken his back. He would have if we hadn't known about it by the inward witness and prayed. He laid out in the ditch and then came to after a while. His shirt was completely torn off and the seat of his breeches was torn out so he could only travel at night. In the daytime, he hid out in the trees of the field. It was the time of the year he could find fruits. And during the night time, he walked up the rail towards McKenney. It was night when he got home. Mama put him to bed and he was alright in a few days. Mama and I were not spirit-filled Christian, but we were Christians. And we had a witness in our spirits that something was wrong, an inward intuition. This is something every Christian ought to have. It is something every Christian should develop. We should develop our spirits. In less than 10 years time, a full gospel minister friend of mine was in three serious automobile accidents. People were killed. His wife was almost killed. He was seriously injured. Cars were demolished, but they were both healed by the mercy of God. He had me teach along some of these lines and he said to me, Brother Hagen, Every one of those accidents could have been avoidable if I had listened to the inward intuition. Yet in similar instances, people will say, I don't know why that happened to such a good Christian. He is a preacher. Preachers have to learn to listen to their spirits just like you have to learn to listen to your spirit. Then they lay it off on God and say that God did it. This preacher said to me, If I had listened to that inward something, 
I just had an intuition that something was about to happen. I would have waited a little bit and prayed. Instead, I thought, I'm busy, I don't have time to pray. Many times, if we would have waited, God would have shown us. We could have avoided many things. But let's not mourn and groan about past failures. Let's just take advantage of what is ours and see to it that it doesn't happen again. We can do nothing about what is past anyhow. Let's begin to develop our spirits and learn to listen to them. The Holy Spirit is abiding in your spirit. It is your spirit that picks up those things from the Holy Spirit and then passes them on to your mind by an inward intuition or inward witness. Jesus said, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. John chapter 14 verse 23 in this passage of scripture, Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit's coming. Jesus and the Father, in the person of the Holy Spirit, come to abide with us. An abode is the place where one lives. Another translation says, we will come unto him and make our home with him. The Holy Spirit, through the Apostle Paul, said, Know ye not that ye are temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. 1 Corinthians 3.16 Another translation says, The Spirit of God is at home in you. That's where he lives, in you. The Bible says, For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. 2 Corinthians 6, 16. Put those three passages together. 1 John 14, 23. 1 Corinthians 3, 16. 2 Corinthians 6, 16. Jesus answered and said unto them, If a man love me, he will keep my word, and my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God has said, I will dwell in them, and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. We have never yet plumbed the depth of what God is really saying. I will dwell in them, I will live in them, I will work in them. If God is dwelling in us, and he is, then that is where he will speak to us. Alright guys, so let me share my thoughts from chapter 13. I think chapter 13 particularly spoke about being filled with the Spirit of God, not being born of the Spirit, alright? It was talking about being filled with the Spirit. You know how you can be born of something and yet not filled with that thing. And, and being filled is talking about not just drinking water, but letting that water flow out of you, permitting it to have an overflow. Take for instance, you go for um, um, swimming and you're ready to swim and you just put your foot inside the water and your feet is wet but after a while you decide to jump into the water you see the water doesn't just touch a part of you the water now overshadows you it overflows you all right if you if you have read through the book of isaiah where isaiah was talking about um, um ankle deep knee deep um and and then the water overflowed that he couldn't even control himself that's the infilling of the holy spirit the holy spirit doesn't just want to satisfy your taste he wants you to overflow he wants the water to overflow and become rivers of living water so that it can satisfy the taste of generations to come and millions of people to come all right so that's my take on chapter 
13 and chapter 14 spoke about god on the inside uh, it, it's just clearly talking about how that we listen to the inward intuition all right you don't have to be filled for you to listen to that inward intuition let me tell you a story that happened one certain time very briefly um i, I was sleeping and then my sister came to pick up a hurry chargeable lantern from my room and the moment she left that morning i suddenly felt strongly very strongly the the presence of death i didn't even know how i knew that was the presence of death but i knew it was wrong i knew what i felt was was terrible if it literally felt like death i don't know but i just knew it felt like death and i started praying i took some time to pray that morning i was tired but i was praying profusely until i started sweating not too long after that she felt ill she said she was just sitting in her room and then she felt this breeze just blew and then her legs were cold and after a while she couldn't walk and all of that but i knew it was settled that morning when i prayed because after my prayer i started laughing and i went back to bed i knew it was settled that morning and then she was healed after a while i mean she got up and started working so she was healed and just imagine if i didn't listen to that inward intuition so some of you feel god doesn't speak to you until you are filled with the holy spirit no his spirit if you are born again christian then you are born of the spirit of god and that spirit is on the inside of you all right that spirit is on the inside of you so you need to listen to it you need to listen those inward intuition pray for this person don't go out by this time don't do this by this time i perceive something will be wrong pray about this thing pray for this thing don't ignore them a lot of trouble we get into would be avoided if we can only listen to the inward intuition all right if we can only listen to that inward intuition all right guys so thank you so much for doing this with me again i mean if you you can still go through the read play this podcast again and listen to the read over and over again and i believe god will bless you all right so before i go please one last thing i said it before just um, favorite our podcast follow us and you can also share but most importantly drop a comment and let me know what you think about today's podcast all right god bless you and i'll see you on tuesday Yes, I can't wait. So we'll read through 14 and 15. I mean, I'm enjoying this read. I don't know if you are, but I believe you are. All right, guys, thank you and have a beautiful Friday. All right, before I go within your confine, I would always say, um, picture life bigger than your experience. See you next week, Friday. Bye. Hi, dear. My name is Amechi and I'm the anchor of Voice of Eden. Aside this, I'm a pro graphics designer, a singer, and I just love God, which is most important. I'm on a mission to expose people to the truth of who they are in Christ Jesus, to build a generation that loves God, fears God, and serves God, to raise and empower people that cherish the Word of God. Aside this, I am passionate about some other things, but I won't share it, alright? So join me as we journey into God's rest.